And now, welcome to Like a Boss. Insights with influencers, creatives, online entrepreneurs, and badasses like you. Here is your hostess, Heather Havenwood, Chief Sexy Boss, helping you rise to the top. Have you ever wanted to stop the nine to five grind and start your own company? Do you want to have more control of your income and your time? Then now is that moment to start and grow a successful business. As a female entrepreneur, I have succeeded. I have bit the dust. I have bounced back to growth and prosperity. But this would not have been possible without first taking the leap and owning my own business. But I didn't do it alone. I hired my first business coach 13 years ago. And now I help small businesses, solo practitioners, and professionals double their income and triple their time off. So let me help you too. My gift to you today is a free one-on-one strategy session. So go to coachwithheather.com, coachwithheather.com, and let me help you double your income and triple your time off. This is Heather Havenwood and Stephanie, woo, sexy boss confidence. And today we're going to be talking about anger like a boss, boss, mm. boss, boss. Okay. It's a good one. I'm going to let Stephanie, I'm going to hand it off to Stephanie and let her get started. Then she's going to pass it back to me and we're going to go dive in into anger. This is a good one. All right, Stephanie, it's all you. Y'all, I'm going to tell you some really personal stories right now. And typically in the Sexy Boss Confidence Program, I haven't been real. Um, I don't get in a lot of my personal shit. And the reason is as I've developed this program, this Sexy Boss Confidence Program, over the last five years, I've been focusing more on the science um, that's going to help me achieve the life of my dreams, the confidence of my dreams, the demeanor, the character that I want. I decided that I wanted to be sexy confident when I was pregnant five years ago because I knew that if I had a boy, he would marry someone like me. And if I had a girl, she would turn into me. And so for me, confidence was a matter of my child's happiness or misery in life. And so going back to my own childhood to illustrate the subject of today's module, confidence in anger. I was an angry kid. I dealt with abuse, um, all kinds of different abuse. I almost got taken out of my home as a child. I ended up in a religious cult. I had a lot of things to be angry about. I, um, I was uh, tumultuous. I drank too much. I abused my body with eating disorders. I was um, really uh, hurting myself and people around me. If someone looked at me the wrong way in um, a coffee shop or at the grocery store, I would most likely bite their fucking head off because I was an angry person and it wasn't righteous, beautiful anger. What I learned is that anger can be gorgeous. So here's what happened. My normal used to be angry. I would fly off the handle. Do you ever meet someone around whom you're walking on eggshells? And if you've ever experienced that, it feels like they're going to fly off the handle at, every, at any moment. 
and you you kind of watch your step around that person because you're like, ah, are they gonna are they gonna freak the fuck out at me? Um, I was that person. I was triggered. However, my new normal and most people who have been following me for a long time, or most people who um, who who are friends with me, understand that. I am really cool under pressure now. I'm optimistic and I'm ridiculously confident. I can show anger, but I channel it in a graceful way. And here is why. Here is what happened. I learned in my anger that there is a simple, you know, a five-step process that I need to take to channel my anger and make it awesome to take something that used to sabotage me and turn it into success and growth and self-worth. So what happened is this. The first thing is I sit in silence. In the seven steps to finding your life's purpose module, you heard Heather and I talk about the power of silence, being, sitting still and listening to your own inner wisdom because you have amazing inner wisdom. So the first thing I do if I feel angry, charged, or triggered is I sit in silence and I listen to my own inner wisdom. The next thing that I do when I'm angry, and this is our uh, number one key to confidence module, you're going to see us talk about this. I remember that whatever triggered me is something I created. I'm going to repeat that so you understand it. In order to be a more confident person, you need to stand in your own personal power. The only way to have power in your life is to take personal responsibility for everything that happens. What I'm telling you right now, everybody, is that you caused it. It's your fault. We're not like these marketers that are going to be like, oh, this isn't your fault. This isn't your fault. On the contrary, in order to have power over your life, in order to take back your voice and your power, you have to take personal responsibility. I chose this. When something triggers you, when something angers you, when someone abuses you, when someone attacks you, when someone traumatizes you, when someone talks down to you, when you don't make money, when someone doesn't pay an invoice, when someone lies to you, you chose it. You got yourself in that situation. Now that you realize that you are in control of your life, you need to also understand you're in control to change that situation. And that is how you channel your anger and your aggression into awesomeness. So step number three, now that we've taken back our personal power and, you, and, and you've stopped and you're not reacting, I want you to respond to this situation when you're ready with elegance and grace. What I like to remember is the D word, dignity. When you are angry, act in dignity. And what my dad says, because he, he's very angry about a lot of things, He's charged, he's political, but he says, always keep your dignity, even if, even if, even if, no matter what happens, Stephanie, he says, keep your dignity. And so when you're charged, when you're angry, the first thing you got to do is stop, be silent, listen to your own inner wisdom is step two. Step three is take back your personal power by remembering, I chose this, I chose this, I chose this, all of it, any of it, any of it. 
take responsibility so that you can take back your personal power. Number four, respond with dignity. Even if, even if, even if. I was a victim of sexual assault 10 months ago, and I, I lost a, 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 my blended family situation that I was living in. Um, I lost a lot of, uh, my co-parent and I are still working through um, some situations together. Um, I, I, it, it absolutely wrecked my life. And it's taken me, it took months for me to work through that anger. But I kept my dignity. I chose not to gossip. I chose to be impeccable with my word. I chose not to take it personally. I chose not to assume anything about the perpetrator. I chose to have compassion for that person. I chose to believe that I chose my situation. And most importantly, even when you're really, really angry, y'all, even when someone is actually abusive or hurts you or talks down to you or lies to you or traumatizes you, Remember, this is an opportunity for you to inspire others around you. And the way that a queen, the way that a lioness, the way that a boss, the way that a military general, the way that a political leader gets angry is with dignity, with power. If you can really stop and remember that your inheritance is dignity and get anger in a way that you retain your power and your control over the situation and what you say and who you say it to, you can get anger, angry in a beautiful way. For further reading, and you can look on our reading list, for further reading, what I would love to encourage you all to read today is 33 Strategies of War by Robert Greene. And in 33 Strategies of War, Robert Greene talks about different military generals. He talks about different political leaders, some of the most amazing, famous, influential CEOs, war generals, military professionals, what have you, in the world. And one of the biggest points that he tethers his work to is this. They got angry with control. And another um, beautiful analogy of how to get angry with grace, how to get angry with dignity, how to get angry with control is going to be in the, in the philosophies of the Stoic philosophers, the Stoicism. Marcus Aurelius, for instance. If you want to read um, what Ryan Holiday did, a 365-day journal on Stoic meditations. Um, so if you can... Um, channel some of your aggression like a leader, like a boss, like a confident person. I really highly recommend Ryan Holiday's 365-Day Stoicism Journal, and I recommend Robert Greene's 33 Strategies of War. I believe it's the second chapter he, he talks entirely about confidence. And the way to have confidence is to retain your dignity and know that you are in control. Take responsibility. That is my piece on anger, and I hope that it has inspired you to get angry like a boss. You're on mute, my love. Um, I'm actually writing that down right now. I'm, I, I have the 33 wars. The other one I have is the laws of power. 
This is by Robert Greene as well. Um, I'm actually going to get right now, is this called the Daily Stoic, the 365 Meditations? That's correct. And what I like to do, Heather, is a couple mornings a week, maybe three or four mornings a week, as I'm putting on my makeup or as I'm doing my hair, I listen to one of Ryan Holiday's stoic meditations. It's really helped me channel my anger in a dignified way. Because like I said in the beginning of this module, I was a very angry child. I was really, really, I would get upset at anyone. I was always triggered. And so these stoic meditations have helped me refine my image my presentation to the world around me and they're literally 60 seconds each ryan holiday's um digest of each stoic meditation is maybe i don't know i would say two or three paragraphs i mean you can do this five minutes a day it'll change your life does he have an audio version of it he does actually okay of the of of the on audible because i want to get that yes he has an audible version and I listen to it while I'm getting ready in the morning. Yeah, I love that. This is what I'm saying. Looking yeah. at it right now, uh, looks like there's two books. So oh, one's a hardcover. The daily, the daily Stoic on Audible is fantastic. The daily, okay, there it is. The daily Stoic on Audible. Go, we'll grab that right now. Okay, so I want to talk to you. Let me move into this. So um, let me talk to you about anger. Hmm, I'm uh, don't talk a lot about my personal story. I won't go into too much, but I will share that. Um, going back to one of the modules from zero, zero to seven, you know, we pick up on energy and we play it out the rest of our lives. And so there have been many times in my life and I've been very angry and I, um, have hurt relationships over that, not by hitting or anything, but just screaming or upset and, uh, been called, I have a temper. Um, I know that. And I, in fact, my but here's what's interesting. It's my father like infused it in me at a very young age. He said one day, one day, he said to me one day when I was in my teens, you know, you're not going to be successful because you have a temper. But then he told this story about a, how another man said that to him. So sometimes I wonder, was that like ingrained in me or is that, so he, my father definitely has a temper. Um, he was abusive. He threw me up against a wall when in my twenties because I talked back to him and I've had definitely have a wit to me that has come from years of feeling like I have to protect myself. And a lot of that comes from an experience of feeling like I'm a lioness out there all alone without a lion. I don't have a brother. I don't have a dad to protect me. My father never protected me ever. Um, he always threw me to the wolves along with my sister. My mother never remarried and I don't have a husband. And I think that sometimes women in general, like will stand behind their man versus dealing with hard conversations or hard anything. I mean, down to like taking their car to get service. They're like, Oh, well that's the man's job or having a difficult conversation. Those become passive aggressive and they'll go internal and they won't deal with it. And I want to share with you today on ways that you can have a voice but not in a way where you feel like that you're just blaspheming people because having a voice means being responsible for your voice. Having a voice means saying to people, it's not okay what you did, but not just getting in their face. Like, um, you know, there are people out there that get in people's faces like, you you know, that's not being powerful. That's not taking your anger and using it, but stating something, what you want or stating that is not okay 
it can be very challenging because in my experience, specifically with men and women too, is that people will punish another person for speaking up. And I've had this happen many times. And just recently I've had a situation where uh, an advisor of mine talked to me in a tone where because I'm a female and I'm younger and he's older and he's a male, whatever, he just, I said, well, I'm going to go do this conference on this subject matter. And he's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. He never really asked me why I was doing it or that's in alignment with my, my own alignment. He just barked at me because he's older and he knows. And I had to recently text him. That's not okay with me that you talk to me that way. You're not my father and you're not my husband. And I could go choose to do that what you want. And like, I didn't ask for your advice. And it's interesting because at first I was really angry. You didn't say anything. Of course, I had to wait a couple of days to process it. And then coming out and saying that is not okay with me. There was a fear because he's an advisor, a professional advisor of mine. And there's a fear like I might lose him as an advisor and he's really good. And I think one of the challenges I think with women specifically today in corporate America, in um, especially corporate America, in, in personal relationships as well as business relationships is when you speak up and say, hey, you know, that tone with me or what you just said is not okay with me. It can really spark a inks with people and you have to be willing to allow them to have their voice as well. It's happened to me many, many times recently. Sometimes you can get angry and you walk away and it's not even worth your energy. You know, recently I had someone come up to me, literally say to me, Heather, the reason why you're not invited to these private men groups or whatever is because you have women entrepreneurs and there's no value in that <laughs> was quote. And when he said that, I mean, there was a huge amount of anger inside of me and I just smiled and I was like, Oh, thanks. And I walked away because what happens sometimes is people are telling you who they really are. And in those enlightened moments where they're really speaking their truth, you know, like he pretty much said it, like, this is really what's been going on with him for 10 years is that all of a sudden it's like, when people tell you who they really are, listen, and I could get mad at him, but what I did instead is use that situation and go, this is my calling. It's not about this person. It's about how can I help 10,000 women start and run their own companies because female entrepreneurship matters to me and it matters to the people. How can I harness the anger? Because remember on the scale of, of um, feelings of being the bottom is, you know, sadness, fear, the bottom and the highest levels, joy and enlightenment to get through to joy and light. You've got to go through anger. Part of the grieving process is anger. And so when people see the, the different, um, energy, the, the, the different um, feelings that go up the scale and they want to like skip some, they want to like skip anger, you know, they get to anger and it scares them or they get to anger and they're not allowed. I know for myself, um, I was punished for being angry. If I was, if I ever had a voice in my house, like, no, that's not okay with me. No, that's not okay. That was called talking back. And that was called, you don't have a say. And so I was sent to my room until I had a better attitude, AKA, we only want you when you're smiling, happy. And so I was taught at a very young age, I'm never allowed to have a voice. I'm never allowed to be angry. I'm never allowed to be upset. I'm never, I just have to be the pretty little girl and perfect. And you know what happened? This 
anger got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, in the last like five years, have I been able to allow the anger to come out so that I can then process it, deal with it and use that energy because anger is a huge energy source, you know, but how are you going to use that? And there've been times recently, even with my therapist to say, when I get angry, people don't like to deal with anger. And I've had to say, let me, let me express this. Let me express this so that I can move through it. And they've had, you know, they've given me space to do that. I think one of the biggest challenges with anger with women, I think it's one of the reasons why you see a lot of women carry their weight in their, in their tummy. That that's actually in many ways, of course, if you eat bad, but in many ways, that's a way, that's a way the body holds anger is in the stomach is in the, in that whole area. And I always see women who are really overweight and I want to say, God, that's just anger, not being able to be released because they were never given permission. It's okay. And they have every right to be angry and it's okay to be angry. It truly is okay. Right. Um, Throwing someone against the wall is not okay. How you release the anger and deal with it is, not, is, 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 is in the art of that. And if you look at the, 30, 30, the, the book, The 33 Strategies of War, um, this book, The Power, Power, 48 Laws of Power, as well as his book, Seduction, all of them come from a place where people felt disempowered they felt they were at a loss of control. If you can harness that and remove that and come more into a place of confidence within yourself, when someone comes at you and attacks you, like that person said to me, Heather, you have no value in the, because you have women. I mean, honestly, two years ago, I probably would have punched him, <laughs> but instead I just smiled and thought to myself, wow, thank you so much for sharing with me who you really are. And I'm going to walk out with full dignity because people remember how you exit. They remember how you exit and not how you came in. They remember how you exit the door, not how you came into the door. That's why people are divorced. They remember all the negatives about the other person when they left, but they don't remember their wedding day. They don't remember the day they met. They don't remember their wedding day and the glorious day that they had, right? They remember the ending and how he or she left or whatever the drama was, you know, they focus on that piece because it's easier for them than to focus on the brilliance of the relationship or where, when it was great. And um, so I just want to share with you anger for me has been something I've had to uh, deal with. I've had to give myself permission to be angry. I've had to give myself permission to have a voice I've had to give myself permission to potentially lose um, friends or family or people in my life because my choice to say this is not okay was more important to me than just stuffing it and just stuffing it away and saying, it's, it's not okay with me how you said that. It's not okay with me that you treated me that way. It's not okay and I'm going to do something about it because ultimately we are fully responsible right? We are full of responsible, but that also means we're full of responsible to say, Hey, that's not okay. I don't agree with that. And I can't tell you how many times in my life I have not said that. And 
I have many years of, um, what would you call it? I guess in the, in the work, the me too movement, sexual harassment. Oh my gosh. I mean, a lot of years. Cause I was traveling the country with all men and I was an independent contractor and I didn't have a big company behind me. And there were guys who'd say, Hey, let's have dinner or let's have lunch or whatever. Cause I want to work with you or something was usually the thing. And I would sit down and I'm like thinking we're talking business cause I'm a businesswoman. And they would just, you know, hand over their hotel key and be like room 503. And I would say, well, what's that for? And they'd be like, well, if you want that deal, you know, got that a lot. And no one taught me how to deal with that. There was no course on this. I had to learn to say that's not okay with me in a loving way and also a stern way. So they get that they can't do that. And I lost deals over it. I lost business deals over it all the time, but my own personal value was more important than that deal. And I think that's one of the challenges I think women are going through right now with the Me Too movement. I understand that is that they are angry and you know what? You have every right to be angry. Now let's use that energy and build something and create something and make something happen for other people. So Stephanie, what do you think? I want you to come in here. I don't want to be myself on this one. Well, you know, I, um, I agree that there's so many things to get angry about. Yeah. And I hate when people try to box women's anger into shrill, reactive, overly emotional, out of control, immature, undignified, psycho bitch. Yeah. When they do like, Oh, you're upset. Call me later. Right. Or, you know, Oh, you're upset. I'll leave you. And that happened recently to me. And I had someone in my life who is a male who picked me from the airport and I was very angry. And his response was like, Oh, you're, you know, you're psycho, whatever. I'm going to let you go. And it wasn't until the next day I sat down with him and said, look, I have every right to be angry about this. Mm -hmm. Let me explain to you what's been going on. And it's not okay with me that you bolted when I'm allowed to be, he's like, well, you yelled at me. I go, I didn't yell at you. I was yelling. It was at the wall, you know? And Mm -hmm. when, and this is something that one of my yogi teachers just taught me recently, which I think is beautiful. When we are heard, when we're witnessed, when our anger is witnessed, it's in that moment dissipates. Mm. And sometimes, not everyone can handle it, but sometimes it needs to be a therapist or counselor. Someone comes and goes, I need you to witness a girlfriend. I need you to witness my anger. I need you to give me space to witness it, you know, and Mm. be with my upset because it's in the moment of the witnessing that it dissipates. You sitting at home by yourself, like angry is makes it worse, right? Yeah. Maybe you kick, even doing kickboxing, which I used to do a shit little kickboxing thinking that was releasing mm-hmm. the anger. All I was doing was releasing energy, but I wasn't releasing the, the anger 
because it wasn't being witnessed. Right. And we all know in my experience anyway, most men can't handle anger from a woman. They just can't, they just like walk away, freak out. You're crazy. I don't know what it is about that. They just literally wig out. And but a, a, a girlfriend or a counselor who's like, look, I just need to be angry for a second. I just need to vent. Give me that space to just mm-hmm. vent. Allow it because there's something about in the witnessing mm-hmm. of the anger, of the upset, of the sadness that it helps move it out of the body, mm-hmm. right? Into so that you can be with what's really there for you, right? Whatever that is. It could be like, you know, for me, when I was finally gave myself expression to talk to this person, what came out of it, I started crying. Like, I'm just fearful. I'm fearful that I'm, for me, it was about, uh, it was, I was definitely a misogynist situation. And I was like, I'm just fearful that I'll never be a successful woman at the level that I want to be. And that's a mm-hmm. huge fear of mine. That's a huge fear of mine. Just to be totally honest with you, I don't have kids. I'm not, I'm not married. And so in the world of checkboxes, right? Okay. Uh, failed at having a kid, uh, failed at having a good marriage, failed at having a marriage, didn't even get one, came and say I'm divorced, you know, didn't have a kid, didn't have a marriage. And so there's this box that I feel like I've got to hit. Mm-hmm. And that's called being a successful entrepreneur, making a difference on the planet. And there's a huge, I know this, I'm very aware, a very huge fear of mine that I'll be at my deathbed and like, I didn't hit my goals. Mm. And that's my own stuff. I'm not saying that's anybody else's. But even though I, I, I'm choosing now at this point not to have kids, there's still in the world of a woman's you know, woman's success thing when you're 90, there's these little check boxes. Mm-hmm. Oh, at least she had good kids, you know, or, oh, she was, her son's amazing or whatever it is. Society will say stuff to you. And even though we could say, oh, that doesn't mean anything to me, it still has an impact, mm-hmm. right? It still has an impact. Or when I've had men say to me, oh, you, well, you know, don't worry, honey, you're pretty, just get married and then you'll be all set, mm-hmm. you know? And that angers me. I don't want to get married for just money. I want to get married for partnership. I want to get married for connection partnership. And, uh, you know, the checkbox world, as of this moment, I failed, you know, mm-hmm. but the kid thing, there's these checkboxes. And my point of all of this is to say that could really, whatever yours is, you have your own, everyone has their own, you know, that could really anger you or you can channel that to something. And so I think it's really important. Anger is a really big one. I know people in my life, women specifically, I can't speak for men that are really pissed and they have no outlet for it. Mm. They have no outlet for that. Um, and you can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel the anger versus someone who's, I've really channeled that energy to shift it into how can I move that energy into making a difference in the world through this course is one of them. Right. So mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. So what do you think? You know, I'm going to wrap it up for us because yeah. I think we have really illustrated both um, why people feel angry for better or worse and how we can restore balance and clarity in our lives. And so right now I just want to really, um, 
I just want to piggyback and and uh, continue along the thread of of standing in witness to your anger. Do you um do y'all know why we stand? as witnesses to our anger. It's not because we're Zen. It's not because we're, we're calm. Although that stuff is a great byproduct. The reason we are called to witness our emotions is because it is only when you calmly observe your emotions that you can reverse engineer why you feel jealousy, tension, fear, or stress. And it is then that you can prevent future stress, tension, or fear. So when you can rest in calm awareness, when you can be the witness of your feelings of Mm -hmm. your anger without reacting, rather with responsiveness, then you have power to rewrite those stories in the future. So what upset you? Rest in calm awareness, rest in the witness, observe what you're feeling, why you put yourself into that state, and now reverse engineer how you can get out of that state. One of the affirmations, one of the mantras that I like to say at night, if I'm mad at someone, if someone hurt me, if I'm feeling anger, if I'm feeling my emotions out of control, um, I like to say simply this, I sit in my bed and I say, I release my judgment about this situation or this person that causes stress, tension, or fear. I rest in calm awareness. I release my judgment about this person or this scenario or this situation that causes me stress, tension, or fear. I rest in calm awareness. So I want to encourage all of you. I already put it in your worksheets in the members area, but I would encourage all of you to return to the witness, the breath, the calm, the silence, the stillness, the surrender of reverse engineering why you're feeling angry and then proceeding with dignity, responding versus reacting. In your members area, you're going to see Um, really a 10-step process to managing anger. And it's going to be number one, silence yourself immediately. Because you're not, you're in your monkey brain, okay? You're not in your rational brain. So when something triggers you, silence. It's going to be better for everyone, I promise. Number two, listen to your own inner wisdom, your gut, your heart. All your energy centers are going to show you the path. So listen to your inner wisdom. Number three, remember you chose this. Take back your personal power um, by taking personal responsibility. Mm. Number four, respond versus react. If you are called to immediately respond to a situation, do it with grace, dignity, elegance, and confidence. Number five, remember this quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Darkness does not drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate does not drive out hate. Only love can do that. And even when you are angry, do it with love and light versus darkness and hate and do it confidently and calmly. Number uh, six, repeat that mantra. I release my judgment about this situation that causes stress, tension, and fear. I rest in calm awareness. 
also in your members area reading list, Heather and I have provided for you an app. It's called Yoga Nidra. I am Yoga Nidra by Kamini Desai, and she has an, um, a 25-minute um, meditation for you to release anger. Number, uh, number seven, remember that anger blocks your clarity. Don't make decisions until the emotions have passed. Try as soon as you're, you're able to get out of your monkey brain and into your more rational, more um, grounded state of mind. Don't make any decisions while you're angry. Make your decisions while you're feeling clarity. And the clarity comes when you respond versus react. Number seven, have compassion. Remember that nothing people do is because of you. Do not take anything personally. Rest in non-judgment for the people and the situations around you. And finally, reverse engineer why you got in this situation so that in the future you can avoid that situation. But you can't reverse engineer it unless you really lean into those feelings with non-judgment for yourself and for others. Mm, I love it. I wrote down that quote, by the way, that was good. Thank you. All right, guys, that's really good. I think that was amazing. Ending. Uh, we have all those resources, by the way, that yoga Nidra, uh, I'll spell that for you really quick. Just because, um, when she said to me the first time, I didn't get it. It's yoga. Got that. Nidra is N I D. RA. It's a really good app. I have it. She introduced me to when I was in Aspen. All right, guys, our ladies and our guys and ladies, I wish you all the best. Mm. Are you a coach, consultant, small business owner, or online entrepreneur? Do you want to significantly grow your business, triple your list, and double your sales conversions? If the answer is yes, then launching a podcast is the next step. You see, being an expert in your field, having a website is no longer enough to be noticed in today's marketplace. I call it the influencer effect. Being an influencer is the key. You see, people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And having your own podcast helps people to connect with you. If you're interested in having me help you launch your own podcast, grow your influence, and promote your business, then go to InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. That's InfluencerGrowthFormula.com. And let me help you rise to the top. Thank you for listening to Like a Boss, helping you rise to the top. Join Heather's Mastermind at InfluencerTribe.com, where she helps you become an influencer and dominate your field. Follow Heather Havenwood on Instagram. Interested in interviewing or scheduling a call with Heather? Go to CallWithHeather.com. For more, go to HeatherHavenwood.com.